You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have over 200 vehicles on hand and in transit. Get the new 2023 MDX or Integra with up to $1,000 in loyalty. Rebates and financing as low as 3.9% for 60 months. You can also lease the 2023 MDX for as low as $5.99 a month. Or get a pre-owned certified MDX with 3.99% financing. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. And welcome on in to another episode of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Alton, Toyota, here on ClabesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hanselman. Andy, hello. Joseph, hello. Happy February to uh, you and all the listeners. Tomorrow That's right. We are recording this on the 1st of February. We sure are. Yeah, Thursday is Groundhog's Day. By the time people listen to this, Andy, they will know whether or not the Groundhog has seen its shadow. Mm, I already know. You do? Yeah. You got insight uh, over there in Puxatawney? I do. Wow. My goodness. Hey, this show brought to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota, the official spring training sponsor, car sponsor here of Weekend Joe. And, uh, oh, Claves online, just in general. I know Claves is down there. Andy, we're all over the place. We are all over the uh, the country here on Claves online. Because while people are listening to this, Andy, I will be in Phoenix. Claves will be down in Southern Florida at the NHL All-Star Game this weekend. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's just a, a content galore. He's going to be down there hanging out with Kevin Weeks. <laughs> I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in Phoenix with uh, the H Man Howard Balzer. It's a great time. <laughs> not great staying time. in his house. I am not staying in Howard Balzer's house. <laughs> Why not? I don't. You. You. You know what? That's a question again. I've asked him many times, and he uh, he just refuses to give me a straight answer on it. You know, <sighs> I wouldn't let anybody stay in my house either for a week. I'd want to kill somebody. I. I I think I mean I would let I would let one person like I'm not saying like one individual person in the world like I know who it is I'm saying like if there was a big event if the Super Bowl came to St. Louis at the Dome and I had friends coming in from all over you know the country right I would pick one I would be like oh you're traveling solo yeah you can come stay here I would not be like, hey, guys, bring sleeping bags and let's load up in the basement. <laughs> load it up. Right. There's a Walmart right down the street. Go buy cots. <laughs> would not do that. 
One person for one guest bedroom? Yeah, come on. You could stay, sure. But not, yeah. Would not uh, would not do that. Hey, Super Bowl coverage, Andy, all week long is brought to you by Munganass, also by Western Illinois University, Trice Consulting, Glory Pro Wrestling, and Fast Eddie's Bonaire all, uh, all week long when we are uh, down there in Phoenix bringing you some uh, coverage. Andy, I've told you this. I know I've said this a few times. I, I am not going to be shooting for 50 guests this uh, this year. Right. That was, that was fun to do in my younger days. Andy, in my early 30s when I was just a boy. Yes. But, nah. A number of years ago. It was. And for many years, too, I, I try to do it. Nah, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you some good ones. We'll, we'll get uh, we'll get some quality interviews heading back. You'd really but... go above and beyond for the listener. And uh, I wouldn't say that you're 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 working smarter and not harder. Now. That you're, is. Yes. You're getting better quality content rather than the quantity of the content. Exactly. Like exactly. I, saw, I saw who you could have interviewed. This week, this year, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not real interested in doing that. Whereas in years past, Joe, I think you may have taken the bait. Yeah, yeah, there, there were years ago. There has been so. There's already been one. I have no idea what this is for, but it's a guy that has gotten me some good guests over the years, and he reached out to me. And he's like, "Hey, I got this uh, this person for you." And I was like, yeah, I go, you, you tell me the days and times he's there. I was like, I'll help you out. <laughs> I was like, that? I'll one one person. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that for you. All right. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll see. Like you, you've got, you've been good to me. You have told me it is about maintaining those relationships with those publicists. Yeah. And sometimes you got to take the sucky one to get yeah. the good one. Right. I'll tell you that this, this PR person, this is the one that got me uh, Jeff Morrow a few, a uh, few years ago. One of the best interviews I've ever been a part of, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, because of that, yeah. wait, what do you got? You, you bring, you bring it over. What do you got? We had Jeff Morrow for like almost an hour. Yeah. He, cause he, he, he sat down with us like before his scheduled time. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just incredible. I still have that on my computer here somewhere. It was a good one. It was a really, really, uh, it was a really fun one. And right as we were sitting next to fat Busta Rhymes. He was sitting. He was sitting a table over from us. Yes, he was. And I think the table over to the other side of us was failed uh, senatorial candidate uh, Doctor Oz. Oh, was it really? He was there too. I remember he, Dr. Oz, but I remember him being that close to us. Yeah, he and Fat Buster were uh, were within arm's length of us, Andy, and uh, along with uh, along with the uh, the late great Louis Anderson. Yes, I remember Louis Anderson being there too. Yeah, he's even more jacked up in person. Right. So <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's quite, a, that's quite a, a list of celebrities right there. I mean, not a list, not a list, Andy, but a, a list of celebrities. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> it's a good. I mean, next year, are you, you've gone to Vegas, right? Yes, twice. Okay. As recently as Definitely. last year. I've been to Vegas one day right. in my you, life. You drove through it like a yeah. couple years ago, right? Just last year. Last year. Okay. 11 months ago, yeah. 
Um, and uh, that's uh, that's where the Super Bowl is next year. I mean, there's so many hotels. There's so much shit to do. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. There's so it's just so much everywhere. But I'm very I'm very intrigued to see what the pricing is like for uh, for stuff there next year for that. Oh, it's the most expensive city in the world. It's going to be crazy. But I mean, if every if every hotel like every hotel room filled up, like they're full all the know. time anyway, and they're very very expensive all the time. No, yeah, there are right. deals. There are deals to be had, but I mean, are you going to be like in the right spot? Who knows? Um, like you want to be on the south end of the strip. That's where the stadium is. Or it depends on really where they're having the the radio row. I was the convention it. center, which I believe is near where the Oakland Athletics are planning to build their stadium. No, it's not anywhere near that. Really, I thought they I thought their uh, stadium was going to be near where the Vegas Convention Center is. No, the I've heard that their stadium is going to be where the Tropicana is, and the Tropicana is at the is at the south. Okay, the south end of the strip by the by the airport. The convention center is at the north end of the strip, which is oh. probably close to an hour walk. Walk an hour. I don't think you would want to walk an hour, Andy. No, I'd want to get on the monorail. Monorail. What do you say? Monorail. Arash Markazi has been uh, all over the uh, the A's to Vegas story. I know he'll be there next week. I'll probably uh, I'll probably chat it up with him and uh, see what uh, what he thinks about it all. He says the South Strip has Allegiant Stadium, T-Mobile Arena, right. Mandalay Bay and is yes. being considered for the future MLB NBA MLS venues. That's correct. All right there by the by the airport. So it says uh he says it makes sense. So uh today's meetings were hosted by Resorts World. Okay. And have been expanded to include executives from downtown casinos as well. I guess the north end of the strip wants to uh, get in on some of this action because now everything is in the south. They want That's the correct. north side to be there. And the thing is, there's a, and there's a lot of old shit on the south end of the strip, such as the Luxor, such yeah. as the uh, oh, what's the hell is the name of that casino now? Now you're now you're getting me. Uh, Tropicana, which is you know old, but it was it was fine. It was suitable. I couldn't tell you where we spent the night when we went there for that one evening. I could tell you once we parked, uh, we did not, I did not see the outdoors until we, until we left. I will tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. One of the, and this, this, I'm probably going to, people listening are probably like, oh, you dumbass. They have that everywhere. One of the coolest things I saw that they had in their parking garage, they had lights over the parking uh, spaces so if you, uh, you you pulled in there, the light would change colors, thus telling you this spot is taken. So as you're driving down the line of all of the spots, you could look down there and you could see Ooh. if there were any spots open. Like, oh, there's a spot open down there? Cool. I'm going to go drive down there and grab that spot. Oh, no. All the lights are blue. Can't park there. I thought that was one of the coolest things. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen this before. They probably have those everywhere. I've never heard of so, those before, and I know okay, lots good. about that. So you're good there. Uh, okay. The Excalibur, Excalibur, Luxor, all pieces of junk. Gotcha. Um, MGM Green is right across from Tropicana, which is one of the biggest ones. 
And then T-Mobile Arena is right behind like Park MGM Las Vegas, which is the old Monte uh, the old Monte Carlo, which is right behind New York, New York, and all and all that stuff. So there's, I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's where all that stuff's gonna be, that's where it's gonna be. So yeah. I want to talk to Arash about that next week. I'm fascinated by some of that stuff. Yeah, so he's pretty cool. I to, uh, yeah, I want to talk to him about that. We can talk a little wrestling with uh, too oh, when we uh, when course. we do that. Always so. find, you can always find people to talk wrestling with you. Of course, absolutely, always. Um, so that is, uh, yeah. So be out there um, doing that all uh, all week. Uh, I, I believe I'm going to head out to the Phoenix Open one day. So Andy, I'm also uh, while while we're out, while I'm out there. I uh, have you heard of the app called Turo? Yes, I have. Have you used it before? Yes, and actually, I have a friend that lives in Phoenix that has Turo cars. Uh, does he have a uh, Toyota Tacoma pickup truck? Mm, I don't know what he has. Because that is what I'm renting on Sunday. You know who you're renting from? I uh, will scroll down my email real quick here, and I'll tell you the gentleman's name. It is Brian. Okay. My friend's name is Blake. Ah, uh, okay. Or as others might call him, Balaki. Balaki, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Turo, for those people wondering, uh, it is a uh, car sharing app. Company allows private car owners to rent out their vehicles via online or mobile interface. It's in 56 countries now worldwide. Basically like Airbnb for your cars. That's right. Uh, so I, instead of renting, I will not need a car that week. The Airbnb that, uh, that we have is a couple blocks away from whatever their like Metrolink is and okay. their Metrolink takes you right to the convention center. And I could be from my door to the convention center in 15 minutes. Oh, nice. From just walking to the me- to their metro to their light rail system, boom, boom, and I guess if you have some NFL app, you could ride it for free all week too, because the NFL wants oh, okay. people going downtown all weekend long, and the city wants people right. going downtown all weekend long. So that's that's why they're doing that. So, um, I I, I do not need a car for anything, but I'm going to be there on Sunday. This this Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. I'm running my race on Saturday. I kind of want to go check out a uh, like a mountain range or like a hiking trail or something, and then see a nice sunrise. So I'm uh, renting a car. Well, yeah. What were you saying? I think you should go up to uh, Scottsdale and go to McDowell Mountain. It's pretty cool. I've had a few a few people have told me a few different things. I have not heard that one yet. Yeah. I've been told to go east. I've been told to go south. I've been told okay. to avoid Camelback at all costs. Uh, yeah, that would be full of people. That's what I've heard. Yeah, don't go to Camelback. But that's like the big touristy one, so I thought it's maybe that would be the uh, the one to do. Yeah. So, Andy, I, I basically, so I'm renting this guy's truck, picking it up at 7 a.m., Dropping it back off at the same Starbucks parking lot at 9 p.m. Oh, wow. And going, I, I'm going to go out, do this hike. I'm going to go pick up uh, our friend Stu from the airport. Yeah. I'm going to go downtown, wherever we need to go for credentials. Going to get some groceries for the week. 
and I think it's like a hundred bucks that uh, I'm renting this uh, this car for for the for the day. That's, that's a hell of a deal, Joe. I mean, when you think about doing all that stuff and how much Ubers would cost, right? It's yeah, it seems like a pretty fair deal. It's way so, cheaper than an Uber, guaranteed. Yeah, that. so I'm I'm gonna try I'm gonna try that out this uh, this week and see how that goes. Also, running the uh, the Mesa Marathon, Mesa Half Marathon on uh, on Saturday, doing that too. So we'll be uh, we'll be running that uh, from the looks of it, Andy. Uh, almost all all downhill. Oh, so yeah, well, that'd be lovely. You should be able I to know. do very well with that. I would hope so. How's the weather look out there next week, Joseph? Sixties and seventies. That'll be lovely. Yeah. I pack. I overpacked. I always overpack. Yeah. You know I overpack. Yeah. I might have six or seven pairs of pants for next week. You don't need that many pant. I've heard. I've seen that you need. People need to. Uh, I was watching a guy on how to pack light. This guy packs one pair of pants for like a, a, a six month trip because they're made of this merino wool. And they don't get dirty. And they don't hang on to body scent. Okay. I'm like, but what if you have ball sweat? I mean, that's no good. I could do that. Like, I could pack. I could just take a one pair of pants. And I can find, I could make sure I pack all the right shirts to go with those pants. And I could be set. I'm sure I could. Yeah, you think? I, yeah. All right. But I don't. I that's just not me. Mm-hmm. That's just not yeah. No. You like uh, your uh, Super Bowl week is kind of your week to show off a little bit. You kind of go strutting around. You go peacocking around a little bit. <laughs> and you uh, you really like to show off your fashion sense. I, I, you know what, it changes often, so I, I got to keep the people up to speed on uh, on what it looks like these days. Are they going to cut your hair this year? It's not long enough yet. For what? I, I'm donating it to to donate at least twelve inches of it and still have long hair when I'm done. I thought you wanted to get rid of your long hair altogether. No, I'm not going back to shaved head. Not a shaved head, just you know, maybe a little longer on top with it, yeah, with, cut in nicely tight on the sides and in the back. Look yeah, like a respect, like... look like a respectable human being rather than a heathen. I'm gonna go bun most of the days, so it'll look fine. Fantastic. I've been practicing on how to do my own man bun. <laughs> is it that difficult? It really is. I mean, I'm sure some people could figure it out, but. Are you saying yeah. that when you have when you have a man bun, Mrs. Roderick has put it together for you? Yes. Joseph Roderick. Wow. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna find Pat McAfee's set up there. Yeah. He's got the huge fan duel set up there. Uh-huh. I'm gonna find that. Right. And I'm going to find whoever does like hair and makeup for the Pat McAfee show. And I'm gonna befriend them. And I'm just gonna show up there every day. And be like, hey, 
can you, can you do me up real quick? <laughs> Boom. Done. Set for the day. That's my plan. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to befriend somebody. I'm going to befriend a show who has hair and makeup. You have got to be one of the most resourceful people at Super Bowl week. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Even when there's nothing to do, there's still something for you to do. There's nothing going on at 7 in the morning at Radio Row except Joe is going to be out looking for somebody to do his updo for him. See, that's the thing, though. 7 a.m. out here, Mountain Time, is going to be like 9 a.m. East Coast. Those shows are going to be almost done for the day. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be out there really early. So, right. which which might be the reason why Pat McAfee's hair guy or girl might have time to deal with your BS. He won't go on till the afternoon. I don't think he doesn't go on till afternoon. Oh, he's not a morning guy? No. Okay. No. I don't know if they have a set time for his show. I don't know how that works. Are you trying to get on TV as much as possible again this year? We can work on it. Yeah. I can uh I can definitely I see it. The you. first time I saw you. I think you were like on Food Network or something. I don't know about that. No, it wasn't Food Network. It was probably it was E. It was NFL Network in New Orleans. For yeah, Beyonce. Like, What's that? For what? For Beyonce. That's not what I saw. It was it was some bar stool thing that you were standing like in the background. It was like on E or something. <sighs> Would that have been in Houston? No. Houston was you Houston was in the past since I'm thinking this is pre-Minneapolis. Maybe even pre-New York with Jay Boy. Houston, Houston was pre-Minneapolis. It may have been Houston. Houston was pre-Minneapolis. We tried to go to a barstool thing, and it was a disaster. Well, you and, and I went to one in Minneapolis. You and I went to, Minneapolis, to one in Minneapolis, too, and it was stupid. Yeah. It was real dumb. Yeah, I don't even think they're in the game anymore unless they just do some private thing that nobody uh, nobody really knows about. Barstool's credentialed for Augusta National this year. How about I that? saw that. I, I mean, you're not allowed to have phones and stuff, so... They're legitimate. They're a legitimate news gathering organization. Why would they, they do be that? And their golf coverage. <laughs> uh, the guy that does their golf coverage, uh, he's friends with a lot of the golfers. Riggs. Yeah. Yeah. St. Louis and Riggs. The golfers like him, right? Yeah. He's yeah. The people who don't like him are just people who like don't like anything. Mm-hmm. Just they they just bitch to bitch. They're fine. They're fun. They're professional. They're, I mean, it, yeah, they suck up. They suck up to Kevin Kisner a lot, but that's because he's their boy. Yeah, it's fine. They, do, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm super happy to see something like that happen, and and chop down some of the old guard at, at Augusta National. So, uh, yeah, we will be. Uh, so first yeah, we'll be there. Stool, first barstool, then claims online next year, right? Well, uh, no, I don't know about that. Man, that'd be really good. Uh, Claims Online, by the way, we have a, uh, I believe, over the next, uh, in the month of February, I'll say in the month of February, expect another major announcement. No. Yes. You've teased this one so much. Have I teased this one already? You have. Okay. I've been told in the month of February, uh, expect another announcement, um, another Claims Online edition. 
the announcement is you're going to be producing another podcast. <laughs> I don't know how involved I will be in this one. I mean, you'll be involved at some point, right? You're the executive producer of the damn website. Yeah. But I don't know how much I'll be in uh, in this. So, yeah, we will. But I, all the uh, the Super Bowl coverage, by the way, it starts on Monday. Uh, I'll probably get all of the uh, I'll probably get the website um, active live on Friday or Saturday, probably most likely on Saturday. On Friday, I know I'll be going to Sloan Park to get my race pickup stuff. That is where the Cubs play uh, preseason uh, spring training baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where the packet pickup is at the Cubs spring training facility. So maybe I'll see uh, Dansby Swanson hanging out there. Maybe. Oh, you going to say hi? I will say hi. Absolutely. Hey, Dansby, it's me. Hi. It's me, Joe. Hi. Hi. Maybe I'll see Patty Smarts out there. Maybe I'll see him. Patty Smythe? Yeah, no, Smart. Uh, Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom. Patty Smarts. Maybe I'll see him out there. Say hi to him. We'll see. Let you know. Patrick Wisdom. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, Ben Hockman's nickname for him. I'll, yeah. I will I will give I will give old Hoxie credits for uh, for that one. So, yeah, keep it locked in. ClabesOnline.com. You know, we mentioned, Andy, we, uh, we were talking about the A's moving to Vegas. That seems uh, inevitable at this point. It's uh, it's going to happen. Um, also, weird today, the Baltimore Orioles decided to not sign, extend their lease for five years at Camden Yards, which I guess they want a long-term solution there, but still a, uh, a franchise that has not really valued winning as of late to be in the last year of their lease at a stadium, a bit of a head-scratcher. As to what their plans and what their possibilities might be. So, hang on. They did not renew their lease at Camden Yards. Yes. After, so, it was, so, so their lease right now at Camden Yards will expire December 31st of 2023. Oh, wow. Today, they had to sign, by a certain time today, they had to sign to extend it five years. And instead, they said, nope, we're not going to sign that. They want a longer, they want to sign an extension for longer than five years. That's what they want out of this. That's what they're saying they want out of this. But still a very, uh, you know, just to hear that, that they're the last year of their lease is, it's kind of crazy that a team would be in that situation, you know? A team that, that you wouldn't expect to be moving. Correct. So, I don't know if that's worth watching. Here's the thing, Joe, is that there are only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight ballparks that are older than Camden Yards. And some of them are really, really old. Mm-hmm. You're talking, yeah, like your Dodger Stadium, your... Oakland Coliseum, then your Fenway and Wrigley. Yeah, and then, I mean, there's a big gap in here between 1973 and 1989. Mm-hmm. And then 1991 and then 1992 for Camden Yards. Yeah. So it is one of the oldest ballparks 
you know, in the game. But at that a ballpark like that was built to withstand. I mean, when it's built into the city, the way that it was built, you expect that to stay around for a long time. Like it is, it is. I know it's only been that Bush Bush Stadium right now has only been around for what seventeen years now. Uh, this would be its seventeenth season. That's correct. All right. It is crazy right now to think of the current landscape of St. Louis and think that there would be another stadium built any time in the next 30 years. Right? I think I think the way these things are built is that they're built to be repaired. Yeah. Like it's easy to fix the plumbing. Right. Which was a huge problem at Bush Stadium, too. And it's, I mean, the, the, the cities are building all around it. Right. Like, you can't go, you, you can't tear down Bush Stadium, current one, and build a new one across the street where a ballpark village and what Cardinal Way is. You wouldn't right. do that in 15 years. Right. Right? Like, could you tear down the Millennium Building and, uh, do they yeah. use that for anything right now? No, it's been empty for 10 years. Yeah. Like would that be the new the new yeah, home of well, <laughs> I mean it could be. Right. I mean the option of for it to move south, but then you're facing the wrong direction. You I was soon because you you act for ballpark village, right? Yeah. To have the I feel like you can move stuff around there, right? Anyway, it sucks that that building is. Uh, it sucks that that building is empty. I mean, for ten years that building's been empty. That's crazy to think about. It's, yeah, it's and it could be even longer than that, Joe. I'm just going. I'm just guessing ten years. Right. Um. Oh, it's kind. Yeah. It's kind of. That's a pretty big block of land. Someone's going to do something with that land. Mm-hmm. They have to, right? You hope so. As it keeps expanding out, as everything else keeps expanding out, something that you would imagine would be done with that. Just for it to be completely empty, I mean, though, seems like a shame. Maybe that could be the world headquarters for Claves Online. Oh, that'd be incredible. I'll have Mike put in a phone call for that. I would spell out the word Claves with the buildings as part of the uh, complex there. I'm looking for the I'm looking for pictures of the uh, of this building right now. What is it called? Of the Millennium? Millennium Hotel. Millennium Hotel. Correct. Yeah, you could spell out Claves like in the in the windows with the lights. You could. No, those buildings need to be torn down, Joe. It closed in 2014, by the way. So nine years. I was close with ten. So it's just sitting there. As Correct. of July, no work had yet taken place to renovate or reopen the hotel. No, nothing. I don't even know who owns it. Who owns uh, Millennium? Uh, I'm sure it's some overseas group. 780 rooms in that place. It's, some, it's crazy cool. Just for it to be closed, it, right there in the middle of a downtown region. 
Only in St. Louis. Damn. <laughs> Here's the problem, Joe. I'm gonna get Klaves on this. I'm gonna. I'm next time I talk to him, I'm gonna say, "Hey, why don't you buy? Why don't you buy the Millennium Hotel in Chicago? They would have yeah. torn it down the minute somebody moved out and built a new building there. Mm-hmm. They love building new buildings in Chicago. Love it. They do. Whereas we love we love renovating old shit. Can't tear it down. It's a uh, it's historic. It is bullshit. It is not. It's historic because it's old, not because anything happened there. <laughs> Don't get me started on that crap. You really want to piss me <laughs> off. So, Andy, the whole reason I even brought this up, right, was you, you have this going on. Earlier this week, the uh, so we know that we've, we've talked about this before. The, the Chicago Bears, they are going to either, I, I don't know if you saw the video for it recently, Soldier Field. The, the $2 billion in renovations that they are planning to do to Soldier Field, which look really awesome. I have not seen. There's the a whole video about Soldier it. Field. What I've heard about is the new. Almost Arlington like, Heights. Arlington Heights, almost like SoFi complex. It'll be, yes, like a similar to SoFi, similar to AT&T. Uh, Bears ownership has gone to both facilities to check it out and see what they look like to see what they're like to see how the area around it has been built i know um i've talked to my brother-in-law up there about some of the ideas that have been thrown around and that would be it would be pretty cool to do that now if they if the cubs would have moved and i honestly do think that once because i know the cubs had threatened to move out to rosemont at one point yep I do think once the Bears move out to Arlington Heights, I think the White Sox will move out to Arlington Heights as well. I think the White Sox will also move out. What was that? As soon as somebody does, then somebody else will. Yeah, I think, yeah, a second sports team will go out there. Yeah. And they will have have both of those because, I, I mean, where Comiskey is right now, it's. It doesn't feel like it's in the city. So they'll, you know, they will no, move another it's, team it's out. Right there. The corner of, no, it's right the corner of an interstate of two interstates, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that will eventually happen. So you're talking about this uh, landmark development has uh, released a new dome for Soldier Field. Yes. Now, 20 years ago is when the spaceship landed inside the old soldier field. Basically, all they did, Joe, wasn't, I've never, I should should say, I've never, I haven't been up there in a long time. Um, They gutted the old, all the remains of it are just the old walls, right? Like, there's no, none of the old concourses or bathrooms remain. They they gutted the whole place, didn't they? Andy, it, it has been 25 years since I have been inside soldier field. So even, so you are, as you know, before the spaceship landed inside of it. Yes. I think I have been to only one game in there my entire life. Huh. Never interested, huh? I it just never, I think, happened. Never. That was never something. I, I mean, I, I grew up with a, you know, with a dad that coached football, played football, but 
never, I never was a, you know, let's go to the game on Sunday type of guy. Here's, here's what's interesting about that location, Joe. You can't build a high rise on that property. It is, yeah. it is east of Lakeshore Drive. And high rises are illegal east of uh, Lakeshore, except for the one Michigan Towers. I think we talked about this last week. I was telling somebody that because they, because they passed the law after somebody built Michigan towers, which is where Oprah lives. It's that, that big tower out on the peninsula over there by, um, by Navy pier. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what they would do with that property. If, if uh, soldier field wasn't occupying it, it would be, I, you know, I, I, I would guess they'd have a the, couple concerts. I would guess part of the museum district. Right. They, I mean, they would right find there. something else to do with that. It's right there in the mix of the Field Museum, the Shed Aquarium, the Planetarium. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could replace the, the Planetarium because the Planetarium in Chicago sucks. But uh, interesting. Yeah. I know. I still think there so are. The president of the Illinois Chamber of Commerce yeah. said had this to say to the Chicago Sun-Times. No. I'm sure it's very, very insightful. I uh, think uh, talking about today how they need to speed up the process of where you know the, the Bears' long-term home. He says, if it doesn't happen by the end of this session, you're going to start having other states make their cases on why the Chicago Bears should be the St. Louis Bears. Yes. You know what, Mr. Illinois Chamber of Commerce President? Stay in your own lane. It don't, is. Don't you? Yeah. But shit, it's like an ass. To make that threat. Oh, it's so stupid. You know what? Make it in a with a city that actually does have a chance at getting a team. Right. Throw it out there in some area that that that's a possibility. Oklahoma because city. this here is not it. No, it's not happening here. Right. The San it's Antonio like, Bears. It's like when when the Cardinals were having uh, trouble in the year two thousand. In the year 2000, when uh, they were having trouble financing, uh, getting their public financing for, for Bush Stadium 3. And like, well, you know, we could just build a stadium over in East St. Louis. But that's, and- I mean, that's okay. But that's different. Like that, you're just jumping across the river. You're oh, using no, a different no. state. Oh, you're no, using- no, 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 no. That was a completely out of the question thing because they were going to leave the market. They couldn't do that because they were leaving the market according to the geniuses on the internet. And there are plenty of geniuses back then too. Right. But when you look at it, there are plenty of teams that do not play in the exact city that they claim that they, hello, the New York Jets and the New York Giants play in New Jersey. Right. Prime example. Number one. I, right. I know the logic behind it, Joe. I, I saw this the other day. I saw this graph the other day. And I don't know if I will be able to find it quickly. But I really, it, it had something to do with teams in Major League Baseball and where their stadiums were in conjunction with the downtown district. Okay. And it just showed a, a graph, if you will, of, of how close stadiums were, MLB stadiums, and downtown. A lot of them are downtown. Not a, right. not a whole bunch, but, a, I mean, a lot of them are. 
I can think of ones that aren't off the top of my head. Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, not downtown. I found it already. Jay Kuda, at Jay Kuda on Twitter, has this graph. How do you spell Kuda? C-U-D-A. Back on January 19th is when he tweeted it. St. Louis, the, the Cardinals logo, Andy, could not be more in the center of downtown right now. In this graph. If it was, if there was a, if this is a dartboard, the Cardinals would be the bullseye. Toronto right there with it too. And yes, when you look at like proximity to Bush stadium, to the arch and the uh, Toronto to the sky, whatever it's called. I, I, I went up and I can't remember what it's called now. It's called the Rogers center now, Joe. Yeah. But I'm talking about the space needle, the, that. Oh, yeah. Andy, and the what, Rangers. Uh, wait, what day was this tweet on, Joe? January 19th. Okay. Hang on. I'm trying to go find it. I, I think he did it. graphs of a bunch of different ones like this, too. Of all stadiums. Like NFL stadiums, too. All right. Andy, the Rangers are 20 miles from downtown. The Braves, 10 miles from downtown. Right. The Yankees and the Mets, 10 miles from downtown. But I don't yep. know what exactly is considered downtown New York. Um, compared, I, I don't know where Yankee Stadium is in New York. It's up in the Bronx. I, I don't know where that is. That's what I'm saying is I don't know where the Bronx, like, I don't know the layout. You couldn't, you couldn't put a stadium in, in downtown Manhattan. It wouldn't I mean, work. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's like where Madison Square Garden is just kind of, you know, a, a building of its own that just kind of blends in with the rest of everything. But I think, I mean, I don't, I'd have to look at how far away Arlington Heights is mile wise from downtown Chicago, mm, but I, I would imagine like the White Sox would be in that 15, 20 mile range then. Uh, so we'll say from uh, Navy Pier, what's a, what's something in Arlington Heights? I can just say Arlington Heights. Yeah. Uh, I think they directions. got a dog track out there. Who oh, neat. Arlington Heights. No. Twenty miles. Thirty. Joe, that's twenty seven and a half miles. Yeah. So that would be yeah, the furthest from It'd be- downtown. One of the farthest out. So East St. Louis, right across the yep. street, right across the river, would not be that. I mean, that'd be five miles in the five mile right. radius. I under, from- no, I understand. I, I understand. I'm not saying the argument that is crazy. That I mean, I would love to, to have had the ballpark on this side of the river. Yeah, for obvious reasons. And yeah, you'd be able to gamble while you were sitting there at the game right now. Yeah. So pretty much, I didn't. I so I so I see LA right there inside the uh, five mile radius from downtown. I guess it would make sense. It's less than five miles out. Most are less, most are less than five miles from the actual city center. Mm-hmm. Other than Bush Stadium is right in the middle of it. <laughs> Andy, we have a guest on the show today. Oh, I, I meant I meant to ask earlier. I totally yeah. forgot. Ross Tucker on the uh, on the show today. 
What's I've heard that name. What's Ross do? A former NFL offensive lineman now uh, now does some broadcasting, NFL broadcasting, does some podcasting, does a few other things. He's become an annual tradition to have him on the week before the Super Bowl, and he uh, he'll be on once again uh, on behalf of my frontpagestory.com is uh, is who um, brings him to us. So have a, a nice little chat with Ross Tucker coming up. In just a uh, just a bit, so look forward to uh, to that kind of an early preview for Radio Row. So we will uh, we'll talk to, talk it over with him in just a uh, just a bit. So keep it uh, keep it locked here, Andy. We are brought to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota, both sponsors of Radio Row Week next week uh, out in Phoenix, Arizona, also Western Illinois University, Trice Consulting, Glory Pro, and Fast Eddie's Bonaire, all sponsoring Radio Row Week next week in Phoenix, as we will be uh, providing all kinds of content from all kinds of different things next week. Joe, are we going to have a weekend, Joe, live from Radio Row? No, uh, weekend Joe uh, is off next week for that. So you will, uh, yeah, no, no show. Uh, you will not have to do a show next week. I figure if everything you, else uh, I'm doing next week, I don't need to do a show. So attention, listeners, if you uh, want a best of, uh, just go back a little bit and click another episode. Right. Well, Andy, there'll be plenty to do next week. There'll be plenty to listen to and watch live um, all week long on Claves Online. Even have a look at the, I even have the fancy. Uh, the, the fancy graphics ready to go for next week, too. Oh, hang on. Let me, let me flip over to the tab there. Mm. Wow. Live from Radio Row in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Would you look at that? Yeah. Get old Fast Eddie to uh, sign on, huh? Uh, Claves did. Uh, that's that's Claves it. Did. He, yeah, he and, he <laughs> yeah, and Eddie yeah, are boys. Yeah. But more more from Fast Eddie as the, uh, as the year goes on. A little, little, little tease. Yeah. Boy, you and the teases. I know so many teases, a teasing <laughs> fool. Some might call you. Eh, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> we will take a uh, break, and oh, when we get hey, back, we we'll talk- hit- yeah. Do we need to hit the music? Are we doing picks this week? We got there's only one game, and I haven't even sent it out yet. It's not for another week. Nobody's gonna give me their picks on the Super Bowl yet. I pick. I pick the. Uh, green team yeah nobody's nobody's given picks yet i'm going the uh i'm so upset that the uh bills aren't in it i'm so upset at that about uh the Bengals too hey we uh, will uh yeah we'll take a break we come back ross tucker then i got some good crack slippers Got some real good crack slippers for you today right here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. It's ClavesOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And, hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out, as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even 
even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body, 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. Another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. Hey, St. Louis, you want to talk about sandwiches? I know you do. If you've been to Chicago or watched The Bear on Hulu, you know all about the Chicago-style Italian beef. And those TikToks about New York bodega food? We've got that chopped cheese Sammy. Did you know that the Reuben is actually not an Irish dish? It originated in Omaha, Nebraska. Best of all, we make all of those and more at Central State Sandwiches. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook to see what we're dishing up each week. While our food truck is being built, we're currently holding service at Bootleg and Bob's in Tower Grove South every Thursday night. Central State Sandwiches. Quality. And we're back here on Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com. Brought to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. Week away from being on Radio Row down in Phoenix, Arizona. And what's become kind of an annual tradition, the week before we head to Radio Row is uh, welcoming on Ross Tucker. Ross, what's going on? How are you? Joe, I'm fantastic. Listen, anybody can go to Radio Row and walk around like Joe uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice or whatever. I like to dominate the week before. I like to be the guy the week before Radio Row week when uh, when you guys still need somebody to come on and talk football or Super Bowl, but they're not all walking around out there in Phoenix. Uh, you don't have to deal with going out there and you know walking how you know finding a place to park or walking from the hotel every day. You get to stay home during that week after being on the road traveling for what 18, 20 weeks in a row. Yeah, except I'm actually going to be out there Monday through Wednesday. <laughs> 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 I uh, I got to be out there for some duties for uh, for DraftKings and some other companies, uh, but that's fine. I'll take the red eye back Wednesday night. And uh, looking forward to being able to to watch the game with my family. Um, you know, we live outside of Philadelphia. So my wife, all my family and friends, they're all big Eagles fans. I, I work for the team. I do the preseason games on TV and pregame on the radio. So it's kind of cool, you know, re- really cool to be able to be a part of it. Will you get a ring if they win? That's a great question. <clears throat> I don't know the answer to that. Maybe not the you know, top tier one that's going to come in the box, like maybe the the second tier ring. I think it would probably be third tier okay. if I got one at all. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm on the payroll. I, I get money yeah. from them. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they how they do that. I, I'm certainly not expecting one, um, but I got a couple of Ivy League championship rings. That's pretty cool for me. Um, it'd be cool to get a ring with the Eagles, but also, you know, I didn't. Not like I'm out there playing for him. So um, I'm not expecting one at all. I'm just hoping those guys get it for themselves. You mentioned the broadcasting work that you do for the Eagles. I uh, I caught the uh, the work that you were doing. I want to say it was Bills Dolphins. You were doing the radio call for the Bills Dolphins playoff game a few weeks ago. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. I was in the booth with uh, Tom McCarthy. Yeah. You were doing that. And I, because I was, I was driving around and I was listening to that and I, you know, hearing you explain the game when you do the color for that, you just you lay it out there so well that I feel like people driving around that, you know, that, that are in the car with somebody that's a football fan and maybe they're not. They get a good understanding of what's going on in the game, the way you kind of paint the picture on the radio of that. It, I really appreciate the way you do that. And I just wanted to let you know that, you know, Joe, uh, that means a ton to me because I really put a lot into that. And I, it's my favorite thing I do is calling games. 
And I don't know, there must have been a lot of people in their car that day because that's like the most feedback I've gotten in a while. Everybody was driving around Sunday at one, you know, going different places, you know, for that Bills Dolphins game. And I got so much positive feedback, uh, which is awesome. I love it, you know, because sometimes you think everybody's watching the game on TV. Well, not everybody can watch every second of the game on TV. And I get enough text messages every week that I know a lot of people are driving around listening and, um, I love it. I, I think the biggest thing I hope comes across to people is just how much I really do enjoy it. Um, cause I want that to be what people get across. I can't stand when I watch the game and it seems like the announcers aren't into it or they're not having fun. It's like, why'd you even get into the business if you're not enjoying yourself? And, and as a, as a lineman too, I know that's, you know, you always hear, the, the, when they when it comes to watching the game or when it comes to doing the play-by-play or the color, the, the one thing is watch that offensive line. Watch what goes on in the trenches. And you being a guy that that's where you played your whole career, I mean, your eyes got to be focused there from the beginning anyway, right? Yeah, I kind of try to um, look up front. So, so pre-snap, I try to identify where I think the coverage is going to be. You know, is it two deep safeties or one? Then I look closer to the line of scrimmage and try to see if the defense is going to bring pressure. Then I'll look and I'll see, did anybody come free? You know, like, was there any misses? Anybody come free on the blitz? And then then, then you can kind of follow the ball a little bit more after that. Um, but, man, if you just watch the ball, you're really missing stuff. You really are. And uh, I would love to, like, teach a class to people. In my opinion, the best way to watch football and how to look at it because there really are like 11 one-on-one battles going on every play. It's really cool. It's a really, really cool sport. I mean, the way though, I mean, with everything that we have gained technologically these past three years now, I feel like that's something you could probably do from your own home. Just watch a game and have, you know, 50 people on the screen with you and you're pointing out stuff on the, uh, on the game, kind of Manning cast style as you're on the screen, the game's on the other half of the screen. I think you could get that done. I mean, that's, you know what, Ross, that and my front page story, you do those two things combined. And I mean, you'll probably make enough to where you don't have to call these games anymore. You know what? Um, first of all, the first thing you mentioned, I'm kind of already on top of that. <clears throat> kind of already working out how I could do something like that. And then the second thing, myfrontpagestory.com, you know, February sneaks up on people, right? Because it's like Super Bowl. It's like, oh, crap, Valentine's Day. I'm just telling you. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. I know you know that, Joe. I'm a huge proponent of myfrontpagestory.com. The amount of guys I've seen sending emails or texts or tweets or whatever saying it's the best gift they ever got their wife, girlfriend, whatever. It's amazing. The amount of videos we have of the women crying when they get these for Valentine's gifts, it's incredible. Like they don't even know that it's an option to have a story written about them. So when the husband gets them a story from myfrontpagestory.com, they think the husband like went out of his way with like this crazy romantic idea. He didn't realize he just went to myfrontpagestory.com and then talked to a writer for 10 minutes on the phone <laughs> and they did the rest. But it's beautiful. Looks like it's on the cover of the Post-Dispatch. Looks amazing, right? Beautiful. It's framed. They cry when they read it. And then because it's framed, They hang it up somewhere in the house, which is what I think is amazing. Cause then it's like the gift that keeps on giving, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
it's a daily reminder to her of how much you or maybe you and the kids love her. Highly, highly recommend it. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, you you mentioned that you work for the Eagles. Can you be biased about this game? Can, are you are you able to sit here and, and look at it both ways, or are you locked into the Eagles winning no matter what? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm I'm very objective. And in fact, you know, right now I'm kind of leaning to the Chiefs. You know, I go back and forth on it. I think it's going to be a close game. And the issue with that is we've all seen Patrick Mahomes make the play to win the big game, not necessarily always the Super Bowl, but to make, you know, to win the game a lot of times. I mean, I don't know, 20 times off the top of my head maybe? You know, we've seen Mahomes make that play. Jalen Hurts really hasn't been in that situation. Jalen Hurts hasn't really hasn't had to do that. The parts of me that lean towards Philadelphia are, Joe, they got the best O-line and the best D-line in the NFL. I saw you like cite that, earlier that on, uh, yeah, I saw you cite on Twitter that 18 of the 22 starters are Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternates, whatever that means in this year's Pro yeah, Bowl. Yeah, so I, I yeah, grew up outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. It's the best team they've ever had. They might lose wow. to the Chiefs and they might not win the Super Bowl, but it's the best team they've ever had. I think it's actually one of the best teams anybody's ever had. I mean, best O-line, best D-line, MVP caliber quarterback, the best receivers in franchise history, the best corners in franchise history. I mean, Joe, they're, they're not that many other positions, dude. Like, they're, they are that good. Um, they're also a lot healthier than the Chiefs. They have all 22 starters raring to go, whereas the Chiefs just got three wide receivers banged up mm-hmm. against the Bengals. So um, there's a lot to like about the Eagles in this matchup, but the Chiefs have the best player on the planet, and I think it's probably by a decent margin. All right, Ross, we will uh, – hey, I'll see you next week on uh, on Radio Row as you're making the rounds early in the week, and we want to let everyone know again, myfrontpagestory.com is where to go to get the, uh, the best Valentine's Day gift there is. At Western Illinois University, Leathernecks don't just blend in. Our purple stands out. Our students are innovative, creative, and resilient. At WIU, there is limitless potential with campuses in Macomb, the Quad Cities, and online. Visit wiu.edu slash potential to become a Leatherneck and get an education that stands out. There's always been a bright side to living in downstate Illinois. Amron, Illinois is making it even brighter with a little help from the sun. Right now, we're building a next generation solar facility to bring you cleaner energy for generations to come. It's good for the environment, your neighborhood, and everyone living in downstate Illinois. That's brighter thinking. That's energy at work. Learn how you can participate in solar programs at AmarinIllinois.com slash renewables. Final segment here, Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. Andy, what, last year we gave you 50 shows, right? 50 shows all week. We just took two weeks off correct i think that is what we decided all right i i I think i also counted radio row week i count that as not taking a week off because i feel like it's still uh plenty of show comes at you all week long oh for sure but it's just not it's just not the comedy that you get from uh from me and you joe exactly yeah it's not the it's uh, it's a little different but it's still plenty of content content galore 
Absolutely. It's what and I, then, uh, what you I know, Joe, I'll be, I'll be taking a week off uh, the uh, the week of March 1st. You have to get a, mm. uh, a fill-in host that week. And then um, I'm sure I have a, another couple of vacations planned somewhere where I'll need a couple of times. So I mean, you're going to have me for at least probably 45 episodes this year. Ooh. Maybe 46. I feel like we had you for that last year. So that Pretty sounds uh, good to me. Um, Andy, so yeah, starting Monday, lots of content coming your way, lots of interviews, all up on clavesonline.com and the, uh, where you find the Claves Online podcasts. The game on Fox this year. It is on Fox, yeah. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. Greg Olson was really great during the NFC Championship game on mm-hmm. Sunday. Tony Romo, uh, he really fallen out of favor. He has, and I think people um, have cited his work ethic and saying that he does not put in the work that maybe he did his first few years. And I think people that know the game can maybe tell that a little bit. So, what kind? I mean, I know you just don't show up to the game on Sunday and do it. Is he talking? Are you talking about like actual research he needs to do, questions he needs to ask? From what I have read, for a broadcast. From what I have read. I guess he was so good his first few years because he was able to read defenses and how defenses have changed. Gotcha. That makes and, sense. Yeah. And he still is doing his own, uh, his old thing. I mean, you know, he doesn't, I mean, the, the, the fact that he was able to predict these plays that it was, was very cool, but it was also very odd. And it, it, I think I knew it couldn't last forever. Mm-hmm. That he would do it. Um, I, I I did enjoy him and Jim on the AFC Championship games. I like it when he gets excited and goes, "Oh, Jim!" <laughs> so, Andy. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, we have a whole lot coming to you next week. But before we get to that, oh. I have got some great crack slippers for you today, Andy. If you would, Joe. Some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news. We picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the Crack Slippers with Joe Roderick on the all-new ClavesOnline.com. Andy, you remember uh, a few weeks ago in the um, January 13th, actually, a four-year-old clouded leopard escaped from her enclosure in the Dallas Zoo. I do remember this show. Yeah. And then, Andy, about a week later, a 35-year-old uh, endangered vulture was found dead. They uh, they said it was unusual. Huh, okay. Yeah. Andy, they, they conducted a necroposse. Not an autopsy, a necroposse. You know what that is? Which is an animal autopsy. Animal autopsy. Yeah. Joe, how come they don't call it animal autopsy? It's easier right. to say necropathy. Andy, they apparently found a, I guess they found a wound on the bird. New. Well, Andy, on Tuesday, two monkeys, Emperor Tamarin monkeys, were found missing from the Dallas Zoo. What? Yeah. They were found Tuesday evening inside a community house next door to a church. In a in a closet, in an abandoned home. How'd they get there, Joe? I, I we don't know. Police also found other animals in the home: birds, cats, chickens. All about twenty minutes from the zoo. Huh, Joe? I'm gonna guess someone stole them. 
Andy, there's some crazy shit going on in Dallas. There sure is. You they are I... Dallas police are currently they have a sus, they have a person of interest. You know, I bet I know who that person of interest is, Joe. Who do you think it is? His name is Mark, and then they named a sandwich after him. A pork and ham sandwich. Where's the joke going here? It's Mark Cuban. Oh. Mark Cuban is stealing animals from the Dallas Zoo. Probably can't say that on a podcast. He might sue me. Right, he probably will. I'm just kidding, Mark. I love you. I think you're cool. Yeah. Dallas police have posted a picture of a young gentleman eating a bag of Doritos. And they have said that uh, they're looking to speak with him regarding the two monkeys that were missing. Is he trying to lure the monkeys out with Doritos? It worked for me. I'm telling you what, you want to kidnap me and you you give me a red bag of Doritos, you got a good chance. I'll get in that van. <laughs> like the one that says free puppies and candy. Yeah, you you hold out that blue bag of Doritos. I'm, what the hell's wrong with you? No. Red bag? Yep. Well, I like that blue bag, Joe. I no, like no. I like the no. So, yeah, keep your eye on the Dallas Zoo. What if there was a what if there was a, a red Doritos bag and a monster? Oh, I mean, just show me where you want me to go in your basement to chain me up. I, I mean, <laughs> game over. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll let me eat it with the shackles on, I'll put them on myself. Like it's it, <laughs> we're done. What if we throw in there a box of Christmas tree cakes or zebra cakes? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go down that well. <laughs> oh, uh, Andy, so you have this going on, and then Andy, I know we have had stories like this before. Andy, the Churchland High School in Virginia, they have abandoned their girls' basketball season. Speaking of girls' basketball, Andy, you know who was ranked number one in four A girls' basketball uh, recently? Edwardsville. Your Alton Redbirds. No, oh, how about that? Congratulations to those ladies. Yeah. They were 24-0 before a loss last week to O'Fallon. But congratulations oh. goes out to those Lady Redbirds. Yeah, fantastic. Great job. Um, Andy, all of the uh, the girls on that Alton Redbird team, I would imagine. I know they have no seniors on that team, so mostly just juniors and sophomores on that number one state-ranked team. So, Andy, all of them, high school age. Andy Churchland High School, well, they had a 23-year-old coach who apparently pretended to be a 13-year-old girl. No. And stood up for an elementary school game. Do what now? That's right. 23-year-old coach Alicia Boykins pretended to be a 13-year-old on a different team and suited up for Churchland Elementary as they played Nasmond River. And an away club basketball tournament. So instead of completing a player down or leaning more on the bench, Boykin suited up as a uh, to stunt on actual children. And huh. people noticed. Well, I can't imagine how or why. Yeah. I mean, that totally seems on the up and up. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with people? There's video, by the way. Of this happening, this girl was blocking, woman, I should say, was blocking shots, making off-balance layups, and then flexing on kids. Hmm. 
like I would do to Hudson in the uh, driveway. Sounds like someone needs to get back to posting on their fan page a lot. I just, I, I could, I mean, 23 and 13 year olds, Andy, they look a little different. I mean, yeah, like they're, they're, they're more developed, Joe. So Andy, I ask you this right now, if you were to go play a basketball game against some 13 year olds, how do you think your stat line would look? Oh, not, not good. <laughs> I bet I'd pull down 20 boards. I mean, oh, I could probably pull down some boards, yeah. But I'm not yeah. looking. I'm not making any field goals. Down in the paint, you're not just putting in a layup? Oh, I could do that too, probably. I don't know. I'm pretty bad at basketball, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> Boy, I can make it from the charity stripe though, Joe. You see, you go down low, you just get fouled, and then you go, yeah. uh, yeah. You fouled me. Right. Little prepubescent person. Yeah, then you just go to the you go to the free throw line, you make your free throws. Yeah, make your make your free throws. So yeah, 23 years old. Yep. Playing against 13 year olds. She must have been really short. That she thought there there had to be a reason why she thought she could pull it off. Right. I mean, definitely like risked her job, lost her job over it. Yeah, and the poor kids, their whole season's done because of their stupid, greedy coach. Right. Idiot. Joe, you going to suit up for your uh, seventh grade team next year? Uh, you know what? I'll I'll take him in the court one day. I'll Maybe I'll do that for a practice one day. Be like, guys, we're going to go in. We're going to shoot some hoops and uh, just, you know what? Take him down low, back him in, uh, you know, get some layups. Show him how it's done. Invite me sometime. I'll, down uh, the low block, yeah. Invite me, invite me to practice sometime, Joe. I'll, uh, I don't know what, yep. I'll probably scare him. Yeah. <laughs> stand their hands up. Yeah, stand their hands up. Make them work on their hands. Andy, that's going to wrap it up for us today here on the, uh, on the show. As next week, I will be down in Phoenix. Uh, look forward to everything that we're planning to do out there andy any uh any big plans for the weekend any big super bowl party plans no we're uh putting together some super bowl party plans maybe gonna go uh to the uh hot shots party with our friend jay boyden mm, okay might do that they have a, a 50 dollars ticket where you can get some food and some drink and some play some games and load her up yep load it up and then uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. So some other uh, offers that we're thinking about as well. So sounds good. Well, I will talk to you for uh, for sure. But in the meantime, uh, I invite everybody to check out ClabesOnline.com each and every day. See what kind of content we have out there for you all week long from Phoenix and Clabes down in southern Florida as ClabesOnline.com is nationwide right now. Coast to coast. As East you. Coast, West yep. Coast, Mountain Central. We've got yep. you covered here on ClavesOnline.com. He is Andy Hanselman. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. It's ClavesOnline.com. 
St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have over 200 vehicles on hand and in transit. Get the new 2023 MDX or Integra with up to $1,000 in loyalty. Rebates and financing as low as 3.9% for 60 months. You can also lease the 2023 MDX for as low as $5.99 a month. Or get a pre-owned certified MDX with 3.99% financing. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.